Today, we are traveling far south to discover how a shelter in Buenos Aires is a haven for hundreds of homeless dogs while working to improve conditions for dogs across Argentina. And we'll learn how all of this links in with man landing on the moon. Hello, I'm James Jacobson in Maui, Hawaii. And I'm Claire Mansell in London, England. Welcome to Dog Edition. Where voices from around the world consider all things dog. Today, we are headed south to Argentina to a dog shelter that cares for 500 dogs. We will learn about the creative ways this shelter has increased adoptions, particularly of disabled dogs, including a Friends Day celebration and a disabled dog parade. And we'll also be finding out why all of this is necessary. Looking at the poor conditions of some of the underfunded and overcrowded dog shelters in the country and how police carry out raids on backyard breeders. That and much more. So if you love dogs as much as we do, pause what you're doing, leash up your pup, and let's go for a walk. Because we've got a lot to talk about on today's episode of Dog Edition. Argentina is the second largest country in South America. It is home to incredible natural beauty, endangered wildlife, and internationally acclaimed wine. (laughs) Funny you should know about that bit. Hmm. It's also a country which has struggled economically with periods of prosperity and more recently rampant inflation. Argentina also has one of the largest populations of stray dogs in the world, and it's estimated that 6 million of those dogs are on the streets of Buenos Aires, and that is more than the entire human population of Norway. Authorities try to manage the number of homeless dogs by rounding them up and sending them to municipal shelters, but they are overcrowded and lack funding, and sadly, far from being a reprieve from life on the street, Dogs who are sent to these shelters face disease, food shortages and unsanitary conditions. Fernando Pironi is a rescuer and animal rights advocate. He describes the conditions that he has seen there. I visit places all the time. I like to get to know the places, whether they are municipal, which is where there is a lot of overcrowding of dogs, as well as the private shelters, where sometimes there is an accumulation of dogs too. I'm not saying that all of the shelters are bad, but many have problems. Fernando works with the shelters in Argentina to try and help improve conditions. But unfortunately, there are so many dogs and not enough money or space that conditions can get really bad. I've been in many situations where I try to help these shelters in some way when they have this big problem. And that's because they don't have the money to feed the dogs or to pay a good vet to attend to each dog. We had places where the conditions were so bad that we've seen pictures of dogs eating each other in the shelter because they were completely abandoned. Sergio Moragues from El Campito, the groundbreaking shelter that we'll be talking about later in this episode, says that the system for most municipal shelters is just not working. It doesn't matter if there are too many dogs. If the shelter is overcrowded, if the dogs are going hungry or they need vet care, none of that matters. This is how the shelters work. They don't even find owners of the dogs. It's, it's not working. You might be wondering why there are so many dogs in need of shelter care to begin with. 
We've previously looked at the situation with stray dogs in Texas, which you can hear about on episode 50 of Dog Edition. And many of the same cultural problems we found there are also present in Argentina. And just like in our Texas episode, many people in Argentina believe that dogs should not be spayed and neutered because it negatively affects them. And they feel that female dogs must give birth at least once. Here's Sergio. It can be difficult. There's thousands of reasons why people won't take a dog to the vet. Sometimes it's the cultural background or sometimes the dogs aren't important to them. So some of these shelters are really struggling from overcrowding and underfunding. Mm. Compounding the issue of abandoned street dogs, some people are breeding dogs privately for profit in poor conditions. This often results in police raids. There was a high-profile case recently that resulted in one of those police raids where there was a rescue of nearly 100 dachshunds from a backyard breeder after they had received complaints from neighbours the dogs were being abused. Fernando helped put pressure on the authorities to rescue those dogs. People made the complaint calling a number that I released to fight animal abuse. Along with my lawyer, we gathered the evidence and we presented it to the prosecutor's office. After two months of work, the court decided that a raid must be conducted and we were able to take the 97 dachshunds to safe places. What I can tell you is that even though I knew what I'd face when I entered that place with the police, I started crying. I checked the conditions of the facility during the raid, and it was terrible. Dogs locked up in cages, overcrowded, horrible. We really need to rehabilitate these Dachshunds now, especially the mothers. They were all badly injured by repeatedly giving birth to so many puppies all the time. Fortunately, many of those Dachshunds got lucky. After the authorities rescued them, they found a home at a new kind of shelter where they'd have enough to eat and enough space to play and to rehabilitate. That shelter is called El Campito. It's an hour outside Buenos Aires in the countryside. And it never faces overcrowding problems because it places a cap on the number of dogs it will care for at any one time. And they work really hard to ensure that they get as many dogs adopted as possible so they can constantly be taking more. Sergio Moragues is the head of institutional relations at El Campito. We maintain the quality care for each of our dogs here by only taking in and fostering the same number of dogs that get adopted to permanent families. If you speak some Spanish, unlike me, you will have worked out that El Campito translates as the field or the countryside. So you don't need a photo to guess that this is going to be a very different kind of home for some of those rescued dachshunds. El Campito is based around a massive green space. It has a central patio, the dog houses, a special place for disabled dogs, a main hall, and they've just opened a 24-hour emergency hospital room. It sounds wonderful. And if you were to look at the place from above, you'd see a big dog city with a lot of space to run and be free. It is very different from other kinds of shelters in Argentina. There's something else that El Campito did that breaks the mold. A couple of years ago, they organized an event to show the full and happy lives that disabled dogs can lead. They called it Caminata por la Vida, which translates to walk for life. 
Many people said that the disabled dogs couldn't survive or live a normal life. So we came up with the idea of making a parade. We carried 50 disabled dogs that were at the shelter with their little wheelchairs and let people see them walking and parading around. Our motto is facts, not words. So we thought, let's show everyone how good and how happy these dogs are. It's fantastic. I love the idea of these dogs. I can imagine them sort of proudly strolling across this area and showing off their, you know, very best side. Yeah, and, and when people see it and then it gets, you know, popular in social media, more and more people learn about it and word gets out. And it's just it's just the kind of thing that inspires people to take action. Absolutely. And when we did it, it was magical because, you know, we expected 50 to 100 people and it turned out to be a 5,000 person parade. People kept coming and coming to see the dogs. And for those dogs, it was so exciting because they were dogs that had been invisible on the streets. They've suffered on the streets alone and abandoned, but now they were almost like rock stars. Of course, that's not what we wanted to encourage. But what really happened is that the walk helped spread love and empathy for disabled dogs. Rock stars. Those sounded like rock star dogs. <laughs> the walk of life was so successful that El Campito decided to do something every year to boost adoptions and community engagement. And that's where Neil Armstrong comes in. Oh. <laughs> that's one small step for man. One well, of course, I am aware of that quotation from Neil Armstrong on July 20th, 1969, when he put his left foot on the moon and said those famous words. But what do those words have to do with homeless dogs? Well, on the day of the moon landings, an Argentinian radio presenter named Enrique Febraro was so inspired by the achievement, he sent a thousand letters to a hundred countries to find support for the idea of celebrating July the 20th as Friends Day. Friends Day. Now that I know about. What a great idea. Yeah, I love it. And it wasn't even thought of by a card company like they normally are. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. He believed that the efforts to bring a man on the moon demonstrated that friendship can accomplish great things. And I know that Friends Day is celebrated in several countries around the globe now, but particularly it's important in places like Argentina and Brazil and Chile. El Campito decided Friends Day would be the perfect day to get people meeting the dogs in their shelter and building canine human bonds. To celebrate, the shelter invites the public. They have all kinds of free activities, including taking one of the 500 dogs for a walk in the sun. And that sounds good in July down in South America because it's kind of cold there. You can also adopt a dog or even bring your own dog to play with the shelter dogs. In effect, they get lots of extra volunteers to come on that one day and give the rescue dogs a lot of stimulation and love. Here is Sergio. When you visit El Campito, it's not a visit to a zoo or a theme park. If you come here, you're going to be a volunteer for the day. You'll be lending your arms to the dogs. I think a lot of people believe they come here to give love, and that's true, but in reality what happens is they've come to receive love. It sounds a lot like the um, Kuku Tiha Hindu Festival in Nepal, which we really should do an episode of Dog Edition on at some point, mm -hmm. where people come and worship and celebrate their dogs for the day. 
This Friends Day is a huge celebration, and Argentinians drive long distances to go to El Campito on this very special day. It is an opportunity for people to really love the dogs and give them some special attention. One of them is an attorney named Susana Descalaki. She is an animal rights lawyer, and she volunteers her time to work in the shelter, and she loves Friends Day. So for me, coming here is how I charge my batteries. I spend time with the dogs at El Campito, and it really fills me with the energy that I need when I'm going into court defending dogs' rights. We're going to take a break here, but when we come back, we'll hear more about those police raids and what El Campito is doing to help the stray dog crisis in Argentina. We'll be right back. And now, a message from your dog. Every day with you is like a day at the beach, and I want as many beach days as possible. I want to run and sniff and find a good stick to carry. I want to walk with you, run with you, sleep with you, eat with you. And when I eat with you, I want Everpup. It infuses any food you give me with health and life and vibrancy. I can feel it. It's a strange thing to do, sprinkle this powder on my food, but I wouldn't have it any other way. My time with you is precious and irreplaceable, and I'm thrilled to be with you for as long as possible. Here's to puppy playtime and senior snoozes. <laughs> no matter how old I get, I want my ever pup. It just makes me feel good in this life. And the next, and the next, and the next. I am so grateful to be your dog and for the ever pup you give me. So now that you know what your dog wants, get Everpup, the ultimate dog supplement. Everpup is available in select pet shops and on Amazon. But to get the best price possible, join the Everpup Club at everpupclub.com where you'll get your first jar for just $8 with free shipping anywhere in the U.S. Go to everpupclub.com and use the discount code DPN. That is everpupclub.com. Everpup, every day. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Welcome back to Dog Edition. Before the break, we heard about the groundbreaking shelter in Argentina that is trying to change the fate of millions of dogs living in the country's streets. El Campito capped the numbers on their shelter so they never face overcrowding. They work really hard to find creative ways to boost adoptions. El Campito has an average of about 30 monthly adoptions. And this is a really high average in pretty difficult times. Adopting a dog is a really big responsibility and it generates an expense in the family. It's a whole new family member to that family. And it can be very costly in our current economic situation. Of course, some dogs aren't suitable for rehoming. But El Campito is still a wonderful place for those dogs to live out their natural lives. Susana recalls the story of Marcelo. 
Marcelo, for me, was a very particular case because he was a Labrador retriever who had been shot in his leg and his owner had left him for dead in front of his house. Thanks to the police officers, he was rescued and he lived his happiest years at El Campito. Unfortunately, he was never adopted by a family and he did pass away here, but I can attest that he had a very happy life at El Campito. Marcelo was not the only dog who arrived at the shelter traumatized. Remember those dachshunds we talked about earlier? Well, they were slowly being rehabilitated. The dachshunds arrived when a rescuer contacted us after the raids. Here, they've got an opportunity to safely interact with humans because so far in life, all the times they've dealt with humans has been traumatizing. Uh, so while they're here, we show them positive human contact to help try to start the rehab process. Now we face a long process of rehabilitation of the Dachshunds with the help of El Campito and other colleagues. El Campito know that saving the dogs is only half the job. To improve conditions for dogs across Argentina, they also need to educate the public. We developed a program for school kids to try to build up the idea that animals are beings, not just play toys. And we work with them and their parents and teachers to further that idea. Education also has to happen in communities. Here's Susana. When people want to report a case to the police station about animal abuse, the cops will just say, no, this is not a crime. Go back and settle it yourself with your neighbor. So what we do is we try to educate the neighbors, telling them, no, it's not normal that an animal is tied. It's not okay that the animal is hurt or that the animal doesn't have food. Sergio says that although some areas do offer free spay and neutering services, many people don't avail themselves of it, and it's not promoted. So they need to do a better job of getting the word out. The main tool the government uses is to spay and neuter street dogs. The municipalities offer it as a free service, but it's the job of the municipality to go out and get the people to use the service and to make sure that the dogs are getting fixed. Sergio has big ambitions to help educate the public and improve conditions for dogs across the whole country. But one thing he doesn't want to see grow in size is El Campito. If the municipalities invest in spaying and neutering, then over time, hopefully, there'll be less need for shelters like El Campito. There's always going to be a dog in the streets that needs help, but with the right policies, you can significantly reduce the number. I think it's possible to enact policies that really help, and I think we're showing that with our work, that if you bring people together with these values, they'll respond. I want to thank our producer in Argentina who made this show possible. If you would like to learn more about El Campito, we have a link in today's show notes. That is all the time we have for today's episode. I want to thank you for bringing us along on your walk. And don't forget we have other amazing shows on the Dog Podcast Network. And you can find them at dogpodcastnetwork.com. And we say it every week, but it's so powerful. If you know a dog lover, then please let them know about Dog Edition and introduce them to this show. And if you're a regular listener, make sure you follow along in your podcast app. Or YouTube. I'm Claire Mansell. And I'm James Jacobson. On behalf of all of us here at Dog Podcast Network, 
I'd like to wish you and your dog a very warm aloha. Aloha.